Welcome back to the Grower Radio Network. I'm Chris Mosby with the GIE Media Work Group, and I'm here at Cultivate 15 with Jeff Klein from BioSafe Systems. Jeff's the Professional Products Market Segment Manager for BioSafe, and he's talking to us today a little bit about water quality and water source. Jeff, can you tell us a little bit about what you're talking about? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Chris. Uh, you know, a lot of times uh, when customers or growers come in and they look to uh, start treating their water or disinfecting their water. Uh, we want to look at the system from a, from a whole systems approach. So the first thing that we start with is their water source. You know, are they on a pond water system? Do they have well water? Um, is it stored water from wells? Uh, is it municipal water? Is it recycled water? Or is it a combination of all? Um, because all your different water sources have different qualities and characteristics. So knowing uh, what what type of water source they have will tell us um, possibly uh, what could be going on in their water. Uh, for example, um, if it's a greenhouse or nursery or grower in the New, New England area and they're growing and they're using pond water, we know that in the warmer months, in June, July, August, when that algae really starts to take off in the pond, it's going to start being a knocking source for other pathogens um, besides the algae. So. Uh, knowing that source allows us to take a look at you know what's the starting problem and then from there what we do is we go into a water testing scenario and that's where we'll take samples from their source water and we'll take it from various points within their system and again that goes back to you know if it's recycled waters or if it's uh, stored waters then we want to make sure that we get water from the source and the tanks front of the greenhouse, middle of the greenhouse, end of the lines, all that type of thing. And what that does is give you an all-encompassing look at what's happening to their water as it's passing through. So from our perspective at BioSafe, what we'll do is we'll take a look at the algae, the bacteria, the molds and the yeast, and we can see you know, from the source, okay, this is where the water is, all the way to the last place that water touches. We can now see, has it picked up molds, has it picked up yeast, does it have uh, more aerobic bacteria than it began with? If so, how much? How many colony forming units? All right, is it at a threshold that is detrimental not only to the crop but also uh, to the system? And if you do detect a problem with the water, how do you go about cleaning their lines? There's two ways to do it, really. Um, the most thorough uh, way to do it and the recommended way is a between crop type of line cleaning. That's where you could take an acid base product, uh, something that can drop your, your pH to around 2 to 3, Okay. Um, and there's many different branded name products for that out there that take advantage of different different acids, and you'll drop your, your pH to around 2 to 3, that'll allow you to, in, and you'll hold it in your pipes, and that'll allow you to dissolve the minerals. Once you do that, you'll flush all that out, put a fresh water rinse through. That kind of takes out that exterior layer and makes it more accessible for the disinfectant to the biofilm. Uh, traditionally, uh, a disinfectant um, isn't going to be uh, acidic enough to drop the acidity of the water into the range that you need to release those minerals. What will come out with that when you dissolve those minerals is some attached algae and some biofilm that's being held together by that mineral matrix. 
once you do that, then you can go to your disinfection step. Uh, with our chemistry, we would do it at a specific rate, inject it in, hold it overnight, just like you would with the um, acid treatment, allow that to emulsify and liquefy, break through the polysaccharides in the biofilm, and then you flush that out. And now you have a nice clean line. And then from there, you take your, your water test that you had just previously ran. So now you have a benchmark of pathogen load and everything, so you got a pretty good understanding of it. And now you can take your chosen disinfectant and use it at a rate that is according to your, your current pathogen load. And one thing about water testing is it's not like a one-time thing. You know, it's really good to partner up with a company that can provide to you uh, water testing, you know, at least twice a year, I say. Uh, quarterly is better, at least twice a year. Once in the cooler months, once in the warmer months. You know, when we take a look at disease pressures, you always kind of see it like curve up into the, into the warm months. So you know that potentially you could have a higher disease pressure issue in May, June, July, August than you would in January, February, March. So, you know, you have different characteristics and different needs from your disinfecting agent. That makes sense. And when you do detect something and you decided you want to inject something in, what equipment would you recommend using? There's a lot of different injectors out there. Um, so obviously you need to know, like, your injection rate of the chemical. What am I going to put at? Uh, what is the gallons per minute? What's my flow rates? What's, what's my PSI? What am I trying to accomplish? Um, so there's, there's many, many different systems. You can go from pretty simple, which would be a, a proportional type pump. Uh, that would have um, just a, a flow meter, the pump, and an injection point. Uh, you can tie it into your, your fertigation type system and have it be used on the control board. So it all depends on how you're going to want to inject and monitor it. So you kind of go from like a, a pretty easy, simple solution to a very costly catalytic type system, depending on how much measuring and mon um, monitoring you're going to want to do with the equipment. And, and again, that's where you know certain partners that you have in the industry can really walk you through the options of the equipment and make sure it partners up with your chosen chemistry as well. Great. That's a lot of great information. I appreciate your time, Jeff. All right. Thank you, Chris. And for more podcasts, stay tuned to the Grower Radio Network.